Welcome back, y'all, to another sci-fi episode. This is where psychology and finances collide. I don't know about you, but I had a lot of fun recording the the last two podcasts on Catching Fire. And what I want to do now is I want to help put you in a state of recovery. (laughs) Because some of you are still in a state of shock that, did she just say that? Did she just say 30% towards retirement savings? And I know she didn't just say 50%. But yes, I did. Um, But it's not for everyone. But for those who would like to at least inch towards that and one day retire early, I'm going to talk to you about a concept where there truly is a superhero that lives within every one of us, a financial superhero. Now, for some of you listening, maybe your thought pattern is not on retiring early. Maybe your thought pattern right now is just on surviving the here and now. Maybe you're living from paycheck to paycheck and you're wanting to break out of that vicious cycle. Listen, I've been there, done that. I hear you. And it is doable. Take it from someone who has lived in very humble beginnings and now and just enjoying what my money can do for me. But your money can start doing things for you quicker than you believe. You just have to change how you think, feel, and behave with money. So let's get started. So I am putting the POW in financial empowerment by talking about this superhero that lives within you. One of the reasons I'm talking about this particular topic is because I presented this class in the Financial Symposium on March 9th, which was just so much fun. Y'all, check your calendars, check the announcements, Team Redstone, for next year's Financial Symposium. And also, check in the posting for the sci-fi classes that will be ongoing throughout 2023. You don't have to wait for a financial symposium to sit in on some classes, and they're hybrid. You can come in person or you can watch virtually. I want you to start thinking about financial empowerment as these five things and thinking of financial well-being as these five things as well. The first one, spend less than you earn. Two, save. Three, I'm going to say a big bam, pay down debt. We're going to beat it up. We're going to put it in its place. We're going to put a lid on it and we're going to be done with it. Four, invest and plan for retirement. And five, protect your assets. Protect all these lovely things that you've worked for and reduce your risk. So that's what financial empowerment and financial well-being feels like. So let me tell you, Financial empowerment starts with you. You don't have to wait on Congress to pass something for your student loans to be repaid. May not happen. Go ahead and wrap it around your head and get ready to start making payments on those student loans again. So you also need to understand that you don't have to wait on family members to start doing things differently before you can start doing things differently with your money. So I like to think of it as going on a financial caper and stalking your money now and even stalking your thought patterns, your belief patterns about money so that you can do things differently with that money. So if we stalk our money, 
then we have a good grasp of what's going on. We actually take a look at what's going on at least once a month. But if you're truly stalking your money, you have a phone, you have a financial app on your phone where you're tracking what you're spending so that one, you don't overspend, or two, if you don't have an overspending problem, so that that money that you have earmarked for retirement, you will not have to tap into because you are meeting your obligations and paying your expenses. And also having a tracker on your phone so that you have more money to pay down debt. If you are overloaded with debt and need to just get rid of it already, that's a way to do it. And by the way, I didn't remind you last time, but if you are here at Team Redstone or Redstone Arsenal, I would love for you to set up an appointment. If you just cried profusely after listening to the last two podcasts because you're thinking, why didn't I think of that? And I want to be able to still do that, but I don't know how. Just give me a call. My contact information can be found within the post. So I, when I was teaching this financial empowerment class and for us to find this financial superhero within, I did kind of make some analogies or metaphors and tie them to superheroes that were well that are well known. Uh, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, all these folks, right? But I have a quote here from Christopher Reeve. Now, he was not a real live superhero. But he played one. He played Superman in 1978 and was considered from then on the everlasting standard for Superman. And he played that role for 10 years through. So this iconic character that played Superman, here's what he says as a real live person. Now, remember, Christopher Reeve was bound to a wheelchair for several years before his ultimate death. But he said this. So many of our dreams at first seem impossible. Then they seem improbable. And then when we summon the will, they soon become inevitable. So for some of you listening to this podcast, whether regularly or this is your first time listening, you might be thinking about what am I going to do with my money? How am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to pay down debt? How do I start to plan for retirement? How do I go about investing? You have so many insecurities surrounding money as it is. And so many of our dreams, as Christopher Reeve said, at first seem impossible. I'm never going to pay down this debt. I'm never going to make enough to where I can start saving for retirement. And so you start building these belief patterns or money scripts or how you think and feel and behave with money to where you stay stuck. You remain in a financially stuck position. But by listening to these financial podcasts, by coming in for a financial counseling session, uh, by reading some financial books and getting yourself well-aversed in financial knowledge, becoming more financially literate, then these dreams start to seem improbable. But it's only when we summon the will, as Christopher Reeve says, they become inevitable. When it comes to will, okay, now that starts with a thought pattern. I will do this. I am going to do this. Then it becomes a feeling. I feel confident now 
to do this. And when you feel confident, you start behaving differently and you actually start doing this. You start taking action and these financial dreams do become inevitable. So that superhero within always needs some level of a sidekick, just like any superhero. So one of my favorite sidekicks is Alfred. Alfred grounded Batman with his wisdom and compassion. Alfred was the the butler who had it all, who did it all. Now, I know that this is Hollywood, it's actors, it's not reality. However, I'm drawing a metaphor here. Hang with me. Every superhero needs a sidekick. Every one of us that are planning wonderful financial futures for ourselves need an accountability partner. We need someone that's going to help us out from time to time, whether it's to stay on track or someone to call before we buy a car or someone that we call before we make any huge purchase to kind of keep us on track. That's what I love about Alfred. Then there's Wonder Girl, who was really there uh, as a sidekick for knowledge. And she also had heightened senses. Her knowledge about everything could not be surpassed. So I would like to propose Wonder Girl is not yet Wonder Woman, but she has a lot of wisdom to be learned, a lot of wisdom that she could give and remind Wonder any Wonder Woman out there. So financial knowledge becomes our sidekick in this regard. Learning more about finances reading books, listening to these podcasts, taking classes, attending symposiums, those types of things, they not only give you knowledge, but they also get you motivated to do something different. And that's what Wonder Girl did best. We all know Batman and Robin. So Robin was an invaluable sidekick because if you remember, he was the one who had all the tools, right? <laughs> he was like, go, go gadget arm, get me the rope, get me the, uh, get me the scepter, get me whatever, whatever Batman needed at that time, Robin had. So I would like to throw out for you that the tools that are needed, just like you need a sidekick like Robin, The financial tools that are needed include, number one, a spin plan. If you are not, if you do not have a spin plan written down somewhere, find a way tonight, take life by the horns and do something right now. Write out what you're bringing in and where it's going. That becomes your cash flow statement. And then turn that cash flow statement into a spin plan by proposing what you want to do next with those fields. What do you want to change about those fields? What variable expenses can you slash? A digital tracker, like I just mentioned on your phone, is a great tool. There are other tools that are available to you, different software programs, many financial tools that you can engage in. PowerPay, debt reduction, a free tool, online tool that you can use to plug in your your debts, which will create a nice little repayment plan for you. Very wonderful thing to have at your disposal. And then one of my personal favorites outside of Alfred is Lois Lane. 
What I like about Lois Lane is, you know, Superman was so busy. And, you know, he kind of hid his identity from her for a while. So, you know, trust issues, right? (laughs) But Lois Lane absolutely adored him and was very patient with him. And she also, I think her superhero sidekick strength was that patience because her patience is what allowed Superman to go out and do his job and not feel guilty about doing his job. But with patience, with financial patience, that means leaving our money where it needs to be. So if you put emergency savings aside, you leave that money there for emergency savings. You don't pull from it because you've overspent. You take, you take action for next month's expenses to cover last month's expenses if you've overspent. You need to make it uncomfortable for yourself and use that patience as a tool to help you feel the discomfort so that you can change your overspending behavior. And it's the same thing with your retirement. Don't touch your retirement accounts. Show patience. Let it grow. It will grow. And it does grow. So who in your world can be your sidekick? Is it a spouse? Is it a child? Maybe having a child parent budgeting class between the two of you can be where you can be each other's sidekicks and accountability partners. Maybe a parent, a parent who had wonderful financial skills and you're wanting to learn and you're wanting to to use those same skills so that you can get ahead. Maybe a trusted friend or a grandparent or a coworker, a leader, a pastor, a coach, maybe someone like me, a financial therapist who can provide you the information that you might need. This is where you get to don the nerd glasses and you get to plan. The best thing that you can do is to plan. Your best hopes should create that financial blueprint. What do you want your money to do for you? Next, educate yourself and your family members. Next, design this financial blueprint, right? Live by financial design and not by financial accident. Strategize what difference will it make if you make these financial things happen. Finally, launch. Take action. Let me tell you something real quick. Never copy someone else's blueprint, not your neighbor's financial blueprint, not your parent's financial blueprint. And that's where you put your best hopes. So what I would say for you, this is your blueprint. Now, if you are in a marriage, absolutely make this a dual blueprint. Make this a shared blueprint where both of your values are coming into this. This has to be built off your best hopes for your future, not your worst fears. We have to shift how we're thinking about money so that we can start doing things differently with our money. And the best way to do that is to think of your best hopes for your financial future. Learn as much as you can about your personal finances. And design, this is what makes sure things fit. We buy designer clothes or we have our clothes altered by design so that they fit uh, more comfortably. That's the same way we need to be thinking about our financial designs. We need them to make them fit 
our lifestyle, our value system, and our tastes. So remember to also involve your family. If, it, if you have to, maybe premarital financial counseling is something that you'll need to engage in. Maybe if you're already married, marital financial counseling. Don't forget to engage the kids, get them involved with budgeting. And even if you're not married, work with a trusted family member or friend like we just talked about. And if you have to, seek professional help maybe with an accredited financial counselor like myself. And if you're wanting more than education and you're wanting someone who can actually advise you on what to do with that huge chunk of change that's just sitting there in your bank account and you want to know about tax code and all those things, a certified financial planner or a certified public accountant. So these are the types of folks that can help you. And if You absolutely needed even a licensed professional counselor or therapist that's going to help you with all the other underlying issues that are keeping you from getting ahead with your finances. Finally, be accountable. Say no to yourself and others from time to time. And remember to rebalance your portfolio. Every year, take a look at what you're doing. How do you need a rebalance? But most importantly, at least every month, look at your spend plan. What can you change? to make your best dreams come true. And every day, look at your digital tracker, your money tracker. Do I really need this? Do I want to spend this or do I want to bring my lunch? Do I want to make my coffee? Do I want to buy a coffee? All these things considered, that's going to help you create a financial design or a blueprint that you can truly live by. Can't wait to see you next time. 